0: Yes, sir, I ain't gonna drag down on too long. But <laughs> thank you, everybody, tuning in. I got my guy Tremil Rags in here, Mister Rags, no riches. Um, yeah, we got my guy first, first, first round pick, number one pick overall. So, yeah, I just want, <laughs> yeah, just I appreciate you getting on. Um, and just you know, uh, uh appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy. Um, so just want to ask you, how's your life like right now? Uh, like I know you've been, uh, you started working with the Washington post, uh, recently. So how's life been?
1: Yeah, man, it's been good, bro. Um, it's been a minute guess since we talked, but yeah, man, um, after, yeah, for sure. it been out here about three years. So it's been nice. Uh, it's good to be back in DC. I was went to college in Missouri, so I've been gone for a minute, but yeah, it's nice to be back, man. Obviously the post is big time. So feels good to kind of be around so many talented people and just kind of having opportunities to get better and you know yeah. all these games and stuff is dope so yeah for I mean, sure since i've been back i think the nationals won the world series the caps won so it's been nice man for sure how you been
0: real real active in the city i've been good i just you know um been doing this music stuff uh just uh lately been getting a lot more into uh production you know what i'm saying and uh, i feel like i'm gonna just uh you know what I'm saying? Uh, you grow and realize your role more in whatever industry or, uh, system you're in, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just feel like, uh, just life, uh, is humbling, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's, uh, it's a lot of growth. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like with, uh, growth, there's uncomfortability and, uh, just, you know what I'm saying? It's all part of the process, just everything coming together. But, um, no, nah, that's, also while wanting to expand into this podcast thing because uh i don't know i just really like podcasts uh like the the world you know what i'm saying like um definitely uh a fan of like i don't know it's kind of like this is like the archives in a way if that makes sense yeah so you like know I mean? this is like documented you know what i'm saying
1: yeah, it's tough, bro. I mean, podcasts are definitely blowing up now and like you got a cool voice. I see your basketball opinions on the timeline from time to time and <laughs> like you know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. So you know, I had to definitely have to chop it up with you, bro. So I'm I'm
0: excited to be on here. Nah. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. So um where are you are you staying in DC now or are you like uh moving around a lot?
1: Yeah, man, I'm in DC. I live like in northwest DC. It's been dope, man. Are you are you out here too? You're in DC
0: or you're in Virginia? No, I'm uh, I'm in I'm in VA so I actually uh just moved out to my own spot in Alexandria. So uh I see you big yes. bank. Hey man, not, not I wish. <laughs> but you yeah, know, we work in there, we work in there. But um yeah, so um uh, I don't know how'd you get into this whole uh writing world? Like did you like growing up, did you always like have these aspirations like to get involved like this?
1: Yeah, man, it was actually a really funny story. So when I was about eight or nine years old, my teacher actually thought I had like a like a learning disability, and so she was like, went to, oh, no. <laughs> she wanted to um, put me in like this like I'm not gonna say the slow class, but you know what I'm saying, like like learning development. Like yeah, thing. And, no, um, yeah, yeah. My dad was like, Nah, he's not. He doesn't need to be in that. Like, he just needs to focus. And so, um, yeah, he used to just make me like read the newspaper every day and like write him like reports on it like and it would be like box scores so I just had to make up my own story and stuff and so um you know, doing <laughs> that kind of just stuck for like that's I'd be cool. looking at these box scores like making up my own stories and then uh over time you know just kind of got into journalism and now I'm at the post so yeah it's been cool
0: word and so uh did this all kind of like start at Missouri because I saw like uh just keeping up with you like you were real active at Missouri
1: yeah, I mean, I was doing some stuff like when we were in high school together, like at West Springfield, I was kind of doing some things in yeah. journalism, and then uh, yeah, decided I wanted to do that. So Missouri has like a really good journalism school, so I went out there and uh, yeah, just kind of things kind of like, started clicking for me, and uh, had some success, wrote some things yeah. that people thought were kind of cool, and then uh, yeah, the
0: post ended up Word. bringing me out here. That's that's fire. Is uh is that what you ended up studying at uh, Missouri with journalism? Yeah, yeah, yep, for sure. Okay, work. So how um what's it like in the Washington Post now? Like, um or I guess what was it? I don't know if you wanna walk people through the process of how you got into it too. 'Cause uh you know, people are curious, people don't know what it's like and like you know what I'm saying? As a yeah. I guess you're a professional writer or a professional <laughs> journalist, like Yeah, speaking, I mean you know it's uh
1: it's it's pretty it's pretty nuts. So um like I said, I was at Missouri. Um. After college, I was kind of working for this blog. I was just really just grinding, bro. I was like at a bunch of like I was doing some yeah, stuff facts. at, like uh, like this cable station, like this local cable station. Just like literally doing whatever it took to pay my rent. And so, um, I I made this like kind of I wrote this story about this guy Drew Locke. He was like the quarterback at the time, and. I uh, made this gift. Yeah, that's so all you got me shocked. Too. Yeah. And uh, yeah. people were really feeling it. And I was kind of DMing this guy at the post. Like, he used to be like my favorite writer, Dan Steinberg. And uh, for a long time, like, he was just was not rocking with me. Like, he would, like, it would have like the blue check, like, yo, I'm lit. Like, I saw this, but like, he would not respond. So, like, I was like, dang, bro. Yeah, yeah. This is, you know, they say, like, don't meet your, uh, yeah. your idols type thing. I was like, yo, this is crazy. I'm DMing yeah. this guy. He's just reading it and not responding. Um, but, sometimes Sometimes, it's like that you know what i'm saying but then one day he did respond yeah and uh he was like yo i checked out your stuff like i think you're pretty decent like you know what i'm saying i think we can help you get better and he told me to (laughs) reply like he told me to uh, apply to this this job at the post so i did that and uh they ended up hiring me like it was pretty pretty fast i think i I applied in like 14 or 15 days like i was like on a plane to dc so it kind of happened really quick damn that's dope yeah that's real dope that's um, real dope but yeah man it's been dope i've been here like i said for like three years uh done some cool stuff like i said the caps won like two weeks after i got here and then the nats won a couple years ago yeah i've gotten to see some cool championships in person and stuff like that which i never thought i would get to see so it's been dope man
0: yeah, DC definitely hit a real stride recently. Cause yeah. for a while it was a drought. It was a drought in this area. Still a drought for a couple of teams like the Wizards and the uh, and the Skins. But they gonna get there. They'll figure it out.
1: So, um, do you rock with the, with the DC sports teams or who who are you rocking with? LA?
0: Uh, see. No, nah, I'm a. see I was born in Oakland, so um okay. uh, I'm a I'm a Warriors and I'm a Raiders fan. Um growing up as a kid also I was kind of an Eagles fan because my mom worked with Hank Basket's older brother. I don't know if you remember Hank Basket. He was Oh uh, yeah, I remember
1: him, yeah. He used to have that like reality
0: yeah. show, right? Yeah, with uh, what's her name? I think it was Kendra. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, play, yeah. the play Playboy girl or um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he was yeah, he, and he unfortunately he was a dude that uh, fumbled on the onside kick. Got <laughs> a uh, Colts Super Bowl if you remember that. Yeah, um, I remember. But uh, yeah, no uh, Warriors fan, uh, Raiders fan. But I'm I'm a fan of the the entire league now. Like I, I don't know, I just grew up a fan of the, like the NBA, NFL. I'm just a fan of like, like you know what I'm saying. I'll be intrigued in different situations and like what's how our team's going to develop. What like, you know what I'm saying? So right. No, I feel that. Like yeah.
1: I think you know, just working in journalism, like. You kind of, like, growing up as a kid, you kind of have, like, your strong, like, connections to teams, but, like, now that you're, like, like, me being a journalist yeah. and stuff, like, I'm covering these things, supposed to be, like, not biased, I think you just kind of have, like, more of an appreciation for the game instead of, like, specific yeah. teams. Like, obviously, I still, you know, root for, like, Missouri, or, like, I root for the Bulls and stuff still, but, like, I really just like to watch anybody that's on. Like, if it's a good game, like, I'm trying to watch it, so.
0: or Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, So, we gonna, we going to get into the sports talk, too, but I also want to ask you about, because, you're in the writing world, like, not like, like, established like you're in the writing world, but it's the sports reporting world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what's the grind like in that? Because, like, and I, I really, I, I was interested in bringing you on because uh, I know, like, the music world is different, but I feel like, in a way, like, music journalism and sports journalism, they're kind of similar, but they're also different in ways. So I just want to, like, what's that atmosphere like, the grind, you know what I'm saying? I bet there's, yeah. like, you got to, you're you're up late or whatever, or even spontaneous moments where you're trying to beat, uh, the rush to the coverage to the story or whatever. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, bro, I, I feel you for 100. percent. Like it's it's definitely crazy. Like at times, like you know, it can be completely chill. Like it's like let's say you cover football. Like you know, in this basketball season, you kind of got chill time. Like you might be doing things here or there, but like you're kind of chilling. But when you're in season, it's like yeah. all go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, um, a lot of it is just you know you got to yeah. be flexible. Like you got to you know, over-prepare, like, it's always, like, I'm always trying to, you know, research everything, I try to watch as many games as I can, just, like, staying up-to-date on what these guys are doing on social yeah. media, like, I want to know everything, that's work, so just in case, right, like, it, you know what I'm saying, like, it seems like, you know, just scroll through, and is like, yeah, like, it's, 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 like, people will look at it, like, oh, he's just, you know, doing this, but, like, those things are, like, you're, you're kind of depositing, like, these little nuggets for, like, in the future, because you never know when it's going to come up, you know what I'm saying, so. For sure, definitely a grind, for like sure, on for a, sure, on a...
0: yeah. Go ahead, man. <laughs> say what you're saying no no say what you're saying i was just gonna say it takes time to pay attention uh, to all these games
1: right and then you know like on a game day so like let's say you know the football team plays at one o'clock you know i'm getting there at like nine o'clock you know i'm saying you gotta be prepared for that like Mm. you gotta take all the notes you gotta be ready um you're looking at their pregame stuff and stuff like that and you got a quick deadline so like you know if like a college game or something like that it might be they want you to file like 20 minutes or 10 minutes right after the game, like they want something quick. Then you kind of go talk to the players and you come back and kind of write through your story again, oh, wow. with like quotes and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. if it's like a, like everyone loves primetime games, but as a journalist, like, it's not really not, it's not as fun for us. Like, you yeah. know, you'd be there till 1, 2, a, two AM trying to write this story. Um, but like, you know, I, obviously I love it. Like there's no, there's no better job
0: in the world in my opinion. So uh, it's great, man. For sure. Cause sure. you're loving what you're doing. But there's that, like, rush and, like, um, I don't know, deadlines, you got me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, those deadlines are tough, but, like, the moments, like, it's like when the
1: Nationals went to the World Series, like getting to go down on the field and like see the celebrations, like when they won the NLCS, like even just going before game three, like it was the first uh, World Series game in DC in like 60 years, like seeing all the fans, like that energy and that like that's something you get from those moments, man. Like it makes all the other, like the grind and stuff worth it. It makes you want to go harder because like you're like, I want to keep experiencing this. Like once you get that taste of it, you want to have it over and over again. For sure. For sure.
0: Damn. Um, With this with the sports reporting world um i know you was just talking about um that one uh, person you mentioned like how you you kind of looked up to him in a way uh yeah. but he was dubbing you until he accepted you like cuz bro <laughs> with this like with the music not and no nah, shout out to him and no shout out to you because you got on his radar and you accomplished what you did and you're at where you're at now you know what i'm saying but sure. with the music uh industry um and this is coming from like uh like someone who's been around multiple camps and like multiple artists and seen like uh what they've accomplished and stuff um the the music industry gets real grimy right like it gets really grimy and like i understand it's all about who you know and uh your connections but in a way it gets real really grimy um there's a lot of payola in it like um I don't know. I feel like with the sports reporting world, uh, like these journalists, like the passion and love for it is much more pure in a way. Like, but I don't know. In the music reporting world, uh, for these interviews or whatever blog write ups, I feel like I don't know. It's a lot of advantageous. Like, and it's just I don't know. It gets grimy. I I was wondering if if you see that in the sports reporting world as well. I just. I don't know if yeah, you're I mean, I think, being real slime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you can definitely see it from time to time. I think the biggest thing
1: is a lot of people that are, like, in more of the – I don't want to say they're professionals or, like, they're more – but I guess, like, a place that's, like, an a outlet. So like, if you're, like, the Washington Post, like, ESPN or something like that, like, I think a lot of those people can get um, upset, like, when you have, like, bloggers or are, like, taking their content and, like, sharing on social media and stuff like that mm-hmm. or, like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, like, taking your yeah. clicks away. Like, now that
0: you wrote yeah, this, you know,
1: thousand-word article about – Ben Simmons, and then some blog with like 20,000 followers that they use, like they build those followers on your work. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're tweeting out, you know, three minutes after you yeah, do They like That can be yeah. things that are annoying. And I think yeah. um, just from like reporter to reporter, usually you want to see everyone succeed. Obviously, there's situations where like if you're trying to, you know, trying to break news, like you're competing. So like there is that you know aspect of like you know you're trying to beat the next man but i don't think it's like in a malicious way per se it's just you're trying to do your job to the best of your ability and if someone's beating you you know that's yeah. obviously you know that's how hurts you and your boss is like well why aren't you breaking this story but i don't think there's any like you know people are like putting them on the wrong path and i mean, like everybody's right. sure for each other for the most part from what right, like intent. from what i've seen like, like yeah, everyone yeah. is kind of on the same page and everybody's rocking with each other but i'm sure there's some of that that goes on
0: like behind the scene, and for sure i would say sports reporting world is a much more mature world than the music world because of the music world uh it's a lot of it's you're dealing with like a bunch of teenagers <laughs> i got like <laughs> no cap like because it's always what the rush to what's new and i feel like lately uh music it's been a lot of who did this first or whatever but we being serious soldier boy did a lot of shit first but <laughs> hey, <laughs> um so what's your um so what's your process like coming up with stories and uh coming up with these articles? For sure, man. Just kinda of depends I on
1: guess. depends kind of what I'm doing. But like so like I do a lot of stuff with college basketball now. Um it's so like I've been especially with Howard mm-hmm. University. And so like the big thing there is just like understanding what's going on there. Like I didn't go to HBCU, like obviously I'm black, but that doesn't mean like you know kind of the atmosphere yeah. there. So just like engulfing myself in it like just being around the program like talking to people like letting them know that i'm trying to like y'all want to tell their story and so like getting them where they're comfortable telling it to me and like you know that's the biggest thing i think with yeah. journalism is just creating a relationship where people they know who you are they, like you don't just show up when you need something like you're there regardless like you're you know yeah. so interviewing them talking yeah. to them having nice. conversations and things like that so like i think once you kind of build those relationships the stories come easily like obviously the easy stuff is like writing about a game or something like that, like that's always going to be there. But like, once you want to get into like features, like the cool stuff, you need those relationships, you know what I'm saying? So like, uh, that's the biggest thing for me. Like just, that's how you're going to get Right. Like you just build relationships. People tell you things, right. People tell you things. And then just like being observant, like always watching kind of what they're doing on the court. Like, you know, this guy, tie his left shoe before his right shoe like this those little things like that can lead up to something bigger and then you kind of ask these guys about like yo why do you tie your shoes yeah. that way and then he ends up telling you this story about like <laughs> you know his mom pushed him down the stairs and he tied it this way or like you know what i'm saying like, it's like crazy stuff like that can come yeah, from a little observation so, yeah so just like being super observant has uh, kind of been things that have really helped me out
0: so yeah damn. The, uh so work like the like would you say it like you're traveling a lot like well, how how's your travel schedule look like if like because i don't know like i, I could i've i'd imagine a reporter has to be like three different states in a day possibly or whatever you know what, <laughs> what i'm saying
1: yeah I, feel you. I i haven't done a lot like i do travel from time to time but i wouldn't say i do it like too too much like it's like you know maybe once a month or something like that like, it's, i guess i've been pretty like around here like mm-hmm. if we like a lot of times unless it's like yeah. the wizards or the Caps or the Washington football team, like, you don't really necessarily traveling all around the country with them. Like you do like the home games and like some of the special games on the road and stuff like that, but you're not always traveling with them on the road. So um, that definitely, like, I, I'm not definitely, I'm definitely not one of the people that's doing that, but there are some people the post that are traveling a ton. Like they're going all over the place. Like they're like people in the world series, like they're, you know, every night, like they, every, when it switches, like they've got to make that back and forth and stuff like that. So um, definitely can be a lot of travel. But for me personally, I don't do a ton of it. Uh, but hopefully, I can kind of get into that. But, I mean, honestly, even with the schedule as it is now, it gets so hectic. Like, it's hard to have, like, that personal life, like, if you're really um, putting your all into it. So, uh, if uh, throwing in the
0: travel part would definitely be yeah. – I imagine it would be pretty tough, man. And it's, it's, and it's hard. we still in COVID, you know right. what I'm saying? So, uh, definitely, like, things are getting more active now, but uh, still things are uh, a little slower, you know what I'm saying? like Right. Uh, I think with COVID, we're definitely seeing a lot uh transition into a lot more uh, streaming and digital content being available everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, that's just technology as we, uh, you know what I'm saying, as we go. So what's it like dealing with editors? Is that like you got you got like a head boss that be looking over you or like what's the relationship like with that?
1: Yeah, so there's like a, we have like a sports department editor and then like there's like editors of like different categories like they'd be like a college editor high school editor professional mm-hmm. uh like basketball nfl like all those web, like all those different areas and like you kind of depending on the story right you kind of report to them and like stuff like that but then like for game coverage you kind of just report to whoever's the night editor so like the night editor will be just the person that's like putting the paper together that night like they are just um you know they're just doing it like you know i think um at the like I would say the night editors have a little less patience with you because like they're on a they're on a tight <laughs> deadlines you know what I'm saying so like they can they don't really yeah. have time to like talk through it like they just like, gotta go like it's know gotta know? be ready like it's gotta be good it's gotta be ready like they gotta put it through like they don't wanna have to take time like talking through with it like getting cute like oh you should change this or this like it's gotta be like my story is here. Like, this is a good story and I can put it in the paper. Like if they've got to do extra work, like cutting it down or adding stuff or asking you for details, like that's something that, like taking time from some other story they could be working on. So like that's can be tough sometimes because sometimes you need that. Like sometimes you need like a story needs a little massaging. Cause like there's things that, you you know are when you're there like you don't think about like when you're on that deadline like you're just trying to get it out as quick as you can so like there's things you forget and stuff like that but like you know that's just the part yeah. of the job like you got to be able to like perform under pressure you got to get it done when it's done so uh i think you know but the editors are like, really cool like you know what i'm saying like nice. the ones during the day like they kind of could take more of that time and really talk through it with you and it's nice to be able to bounce ideas off people and kind of especially people that have been there like most of the edge of the post like they've all were previously editor, I mean, uh, reporters mm-hmm. in the past, and, like, they're really good at, like, at their jobs, like, as editors and reporters, so, like, they can kind of see both sides of it and, like, understand that, yo, like, this is this is really difficult, obviously, like, they understand that. They kind of help you talk through ideas, because sometimes you have this great idea, and, like, you just can't figure out how to make it work, you know what I'm saying? It's, so, like, one idea, right. Yeah, it's kind of, supportive. like, they kind of talk you through things, like, well, this, I've done something like this before, like, maybe talk to this person, and then you kind of work through it that way. So I think, uh... Yeah, man. Like, it's it's editors are they're they're awesome. I love editors, even the ones that I think are mean. Like, I still love them because like, if like sometimes <laughs> if you, I was if gonna you say, see the things that I'm turning in on deadline, like it is not good. Like, they make you look better yeah. than you are sometimes. Like, so <laughs> definitely true. have Shout a lot, out
0: of, have a lot of love for editors. Yeah, yeah. they be they be working too. Um, so let's get into this NBA talk, and we gonna get into NFL too. But um, I don't know, do you want to start off, start off with the Bulls? Man,
1: we can, we can, we can, we 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 can, let's, let's, let's go to your hometown, hometown team, man. We can talk about the Wizards. Start with them first. What? Uh, Kyle Kuzma, man. I don't know. I don't know. I
0: don't
1: know. I'm going to be honest. I I like what the Wizards are doing, man. Like, I think, uh, I think they got a decent little squad. Uh, I don't know if, like, obviously they're not going to win championship this year, but like, I think they got a decent team that could be like a four seed. If everything goes right, they could be like a four or five seed. Um, I think it's more likely they'll probably be like a ah. seven or eight, probably. But like, if everything eight, goes right, yeah, maybe you're nine, 10. Yeah. yeah. Everything goes right. I can see them being like a four or five C. Like, I really, I'm not a, the problem with that team is I don't yeah. really love Bradley Beale as the number one option. Like, I feel like he's more of a two. And like, when you're asking a two to be a one, that just makes everyone mm. else have to play a bigger role. So, like, you know, in a, in a championship team, you'd probably want Spencer Dinwiddie, like, yeah. a hoop, obviously, great player. Like, you probably want him to be like either your sixth man or like maybe like your third option. But now he's your second option right on the championship, championship team. team but like on the wizards you yeah. gotta be your two guy he's gotta perform every night you know what i'm saying so like it's tough in that regard but like i think their team is like they, they made some good moves i thought russ the russ experiment last year it was exciting but like it wasn't really sustainable and, yeah like, it didn't work right it out. like it wasn't yeah. like, they weren't gonna really go anywhere there so i think uh this new team is good i wish they probably gotten a more defensive minded player instead of spencer Dinwiddie, but he's honestly his defense has been really good this year so like mm. um i think the wizards got they got a shot to be special yeah um if they can kind of stay healthy and. Get everyone locked in. Like, if Bradley Beal, the last two years, man, he hasn't yeah, been in, that's... any three-pointers. So, like, if he can kind of find his three-point shot again, like, the Wizards could be, uh, they could be a team to be reckoned with in the
0: East. Word. Um, yeah, uh, with one, my one thing with the Wizards, man, I don't get, uh, is, I don't know they kind of backed up at the Ford spot, like I know you' got Rui Hashimura and y'all just drafted Denny Avdija, but I think that- De- Danny Avdija is kind of his game kind of reminds me of Thomas Sadoransky in a way,
1: yeah, he's like I mid like a bigger um, Saaransky yeah like I like his game, but I'm not really sure that he can play the role that they need him to play like they need him to be like a a really solid yeah. dude off the bench they honestly they need him to start, but like I don't think he's there yet, but like a really, like, great player off the bench. Um, And I don't know that he's, like, physical enough for that yet. But I think he has the skill set, so if he can just kind of get accustomed to, like, the physicality of the NBA, I think he can be a guy for them. Like, it's really good. But, I mean, Rui Hachimura, I think he's the key to this team. Like, obviously, he's been out with the, like, dealing with some mental health issues or um, stuff right now. So, like, if they can get him back kind of locked in and uh, just – get him being aggressive like last year something that him and russell rusbrook really worked a lot with so um if you can kind of keep those lessons that he learned from russ and just be dominant because like he can be a good player but sometimes he can be like hesitant or like you know afraid of the moment kind of thing like he doesn't want to yeah.
0: make mistakes like just being yeah. playing free i think he could be yeah somebody that really pushes his team forward so so you think he's got star potential possible all- all-star one day
1: uh, i don't know if he's quite all-star level like he's maybe like that tier below it but like there's like a like in like a down season like you know how like d'angelo russell made that all-star game that one time because like a bunch of people got hurt like he can maybe get one like that but like i wouldn't say he's like a all-star caliber player but he's he's good like he could be a guy that gives you like 17 i still think
0: yeah yeah i still think d'angelo deserved that all-star that year oh i don't know man like
1: i rock (laughs) i rock with with d'angelo russell bro like i i want him to be good I don't think he's that guy, really. Yeah. Like I don't think he's that guy. He's going to end up being oh, like a Jordan Clarkson type player, I think. Like he's coming off the bench eventually like on a contender. Like I don't think that the Timberwolves things going to work to be honest. Like he's been really bad for them. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know that yeah. he's gonna, they might end up trading him and just build around Cat and uh Edwards, man. I don't think that the
0: is that guy, man. Hmm you know and it's sad because i fuck with, i fuck with d'angelo um it's just like the nba system you know what i'm saying it's uh especially i hit his age and, and i was gonna get into like, this about like uh you know what i'm saying like being given I, a role like say what you were gonna say
1: yeah i mean like he's getting like he's what, what 24 now like 24 25 like he's just kind of getting to that point where yeah. like if you're not the guy now, like people are going to give up on you, which is like crazy because he's 25, but like in NBA terms, like 20, they're looking yeah. to, you know, they're looking to get to the next guy. Like, there's a 20 year old who can be that guy and they're looking for him. So like, it's tough in that regard, but I think honestly he would just, he needs to be like a six man. Cause like D'Angelo Russell is had his best when he's got the ball in his hands. He can just kind of like freestyle it. You know what I'm saying? Do what he wants yeah. to do, Yeah. but he can't do they that can when he's like, right. Like he can just kind of run the show, but like, he can't do that necessarily when he's got a, get the ball to cad and he's got to get it to anthony edwards like Anthony edwards was like a legitimate guard like some it's like it's tough for him in that situation i think it's kind of yeah. the same issue like in golden state like you know what i'm saying like Draymond yeah. was on ball so then like d off the ball he's not really effective like he didn't really have a purpose when he didn't have the ball in his hand so like yeah i think yeah. if he can either figure out how to be off ball which is tough like you don't really see guys that are ball dominant you know, learn how to play without the ball. It's so like, you can do that. Or he just like moves to the second unit or he can play for a bad team and beat the guy. So like, that's are kind of his options. It seems like right now, but I, I want him to be good. So, but it's,
0: it's hard to bring him. I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure he's got a big contract right now. Right. What's his contract? Let me find this. But uh, it's hard to bring a guy in like, yeah, four year, 117 mil, 29, uh, million, 29 uh, million annually. It's hard to bring in a guy like that on a championship team and have him as ask him to be a six man when you're paying him that much. What right. You? Yeah. Right.
1: And that's what kind of, he's like in a tough position that way, but like it's kind of for him to have success. That's kind of what he needs to be. Like they definitely overpaid him. Like the warriors, well, I mean, they just did it cause they needed to resign him. But like, that's a lot of money for a guy that's yeah. like, hasn't really proven anything yet. Like he had the one year, like, where he was pretty decent, like, with the Nets. But I think you could yeah. say that Spencer Dinwiddie led that team more to the playoffs than D'Angelo Russell did. Like, D'Angelo Russell was on the team, obviously, and helped. But I would say that Spencer Dinwiddie yeah. was, like, the driving force on that team. So, like, I mean, it's... No, and Spencer Dinwiddie was balling that. Yeah, know? like, Spencer Dinwiddie yeah. was cold. Like, and he's always been really good. So, I'm it's like, that's why I like him with the Wizards. Like, he's definitely going to be a guy that can contribute and help. But, like, I'm just not sure, man. D'Lo, I love D'Lo. I like his swag. I think he's a cool dude. But like. I'm just not sure that he can that's a, really yeah. help a, a championship team. And that, that's fine, though, because, like, everybody can't yeah. win, a win you know what I'm saying? So.
0: Yeah, very, very true. Don't want knock against is man. He didn't have to do my guy Nick Young like that, but it's okay. <laughs> now now my, now my guy played what card he's dated, or married or – I don't think they're married, but he's with he Iggy Elliot now. But that's <laughs> – But, uh, yeah, man, how yeah, about he, these bulls? You haven't forgotten yet, You haven't forgiven uh, D lo yet? Uh, Honestly, I forgive him. It's just like, man, in the NBA world, all the shit that's going on with the NBA players, like, come on, you can't be doing shit like that. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like, I don't know. He got hacked, so. Yeah, I hacked. <laughs> I, I
1: feel like uh I don't know if he was hacked, but I—I I mean, I'm sure yeah. she already knew. To be honest, like it just became like public. Yeah. Like, everybody knew, and so then obviously she had to break up with him. Like yeah. I'm sure that she
0: knew. Like doesn't yeah. yeah.
1: seem like the type of dude that's like really hiding it. Like he's probably doing his thing, and she probably knew.
0: Yeah, yeah. That boy, that boy, Nick, born rebel, isn't isn't that, isn't that his tattoo? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, man, he's but, that's um, a wild guy, man. How about these young bulls, man? Bro, don't even give well, me story.
1: I love the Bulls, man. You excited? I love, I'm I'm excited. I'm not like to be honest. I was I wasn't a believer in Zach Levine. Like if you look at my tweets, I gotta go back and delete these so nobody <laughs> it, like. I was definitely not yeah. a Zach Levine fan, bro. I was like, yeah, overpaid Didn't for no defense, him. The... Like he's not that guy. But he's been hooping. Yeah. Like, he might be. I still don't think he's quite a number one option on the championship team. But he's like really, he's like a one B. Like he's really, really close. And like I love the pickup of Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Man. Like, I'm a big ball family guy. Like I like Lamelo. I like. I hope Jello finds a way to make I it work. Like, I like Levar. Yeah, for sure. Um. So like, sure. I want to see him could be good. I think like now that the expectations are kind of lessened, that he can just play his game. He's way. He's having way more success. Like we know. Like people probably thought he was like a twenty-two and ten kind of guy coming out of UCLA, and that was just unfair. Like it was like his dad saying he's gonna beat Jordan. Like those kind of things like made it tough for him. But like now that he's kind of settled into like yeah, this, like yeah. sixteen points, seven assists,
0: six rebounds type Solid guy. Solid triple double guy. Yeah, like he's a chicken triple every night. Threat. Yeah, he's, he's like, a threat yeah. every
1: night. Like he plays good defense. Like that's like really good player. Like he may Guys, not three point shooting up right. Like he may not be a hall of know, famer. He's not hall of famer yeah. probably, but he could be like Kenny the Jet or like Chauncey Billups type dude. Like I think Chauncey's actually in the hall of fame. But like that kind of player where he's not like a superstar, yeah. but he helps yeah. you a lot in yeah. a lot of ways. And so like. This year, like he's been. Chauncey Billups was a star, though. He was, he was. The man a was a bad man. Right, like he's. It's probably even disrespectful for me to say that. He's probably more Kenny the Jeff Smith than, <laughs> than Chauncey, because Chauncey's my guy. I like Chauncey a lot. But like, he's yeah, that type of dude. Yeah, he's like not going to be your, like, probably best option on a championship team unless it gets like a perfect scenario like that Pistons team was. But like, He's like a really yeah. good guy who can do a lot of things for you that don't necessarily go in the scorebook. And like this season, like last year, he was really spot up three kind of guy. But like this year, he's been doing a lot more of like a, the pick and pops. Like he'll come on that pick and roll instead of like he'll hit a quick mid range. Like he hasn't been hitting the shots lately, but like it's something that, like it, the fact that he's taking these shots, he's feeling comfortable doing it. Like it'll happen over time. Like he's an NBA player, yeah, he's putting yeah. the work in. So, like yeah. eventually they're going to start falling. So like I think Wanzo's still got a couple more points in him. He yeah. can maybe be like a 17, 18 point guy. And that's like, if you Can get a 17 18 point guy as your third option, like you're in a pretty good space. So, with uh Nikola Vucevic and uh, um, DeRozan, I like the team a lot. Like, they don't really have enough size on the wings for me. Like, with you guys, think like Levine and mm. uh, DeRozan kind of being Patrick Williams, right? Right, coming off the bench, but I'm saying like their starting lineup is a little like yeah. defensively, it's a little concerning, smaller, but, yeah. right? But I like the Bulls a lot, and they can they kind of in that same position little bit better I think than the Wizards are but like they can kind of if everything goes right maybe they get that three four seed and then more realistically they are probably like a six seed seven seed something like that but I like the Bulls a lot it's been mm-hmm. a long time since we've been in the playoffs so if they can just make the playoffs I'll be pretty happy about that
0: Now, I fuck with the uh the De- DeMar DeRozan acquisition I-, I made a joke uh he's uh was, what were they saying Michael Jordan was just so uh, he was just involved DeMar DeRozan <laughs> I mean, that's no, kind of funny,
1: uh, though. Like, if you think about it, bro, Like there's a lot of dudes in today's game, if they were playing like that. And I'm not taking anything away from MJ. I think MJ would ball in this era, too. But, like, if DeRozan yeah, was for in sure. that era, people would be like, oh, my God. Like, he is that dude. Like, he is nice. Like, DeRozan yeah. is a really good player. He's, like, a 22-point guy. And, I mean, with Toronto, he was been like, 25, 26. Yeah. Like, you, like, put him in another era. He's a Hall of Famer. People are, like, saying he's God if he's in another era, bro.
0: Like, it's just crazy to think about. Like, it would mm-hmm. be nuts, man. Yeah yeah and that's also the uh the evolution of basketball because me and my friend uh Danny we'd be talking like how a couple players not even uh like players uh I guess some centers and big men like or power forwards you could say they're a dinosaur in the league now because they don't have the ball skills to you know what I'm saying
1: right but imagine like Boban in like, like the 70s or 80s bro like he's probably dominating like that. true yeah nobody's that big but then, on the other hand, a yeah, guy right. like Draymond, he probably wouldn't be as effective in like the '90s or '80s. You know what I'm saying, he'd just like unless he's Charles Barkley, which he's not. Like Charles Barkley could score. It's like he probably yeah have a he hard he'd job. probably
0: get lost in the mix too. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Um, with the with the Bulls, man. Uh, uh, is Kobe White still on your team? Yeah, he's still on your team. Yeah,
1: he's hurt. So, like, yeah, but he's uh, he's nice, man. I, I kind of want them to a, trade him, to be
0: honest. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, it's kind of a, yeah, it's a log just, jam in the backcourt.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I like him off the bench, but I kind of want somebody a little bit more of a scorer. Like, he can be a scorer at times, but, like, I'm interested to see, though. Like, he's going to obviously come off the bench – um, like how him and kind of Caruso get it going. Obviously that Patrick Williams, like how that bench mob can kind of come together. I really want yeah. like, in a perfect world. I'd want them to go out and get John Wall, man. Like, but he's so expensive. Like we kind of talked about with Delo, You can't bring a guy like that off the bench, but like, if you could have a guy like John Wall yeah. like, with his ability, that's a, that's a nice little team. But he's still got... He's not washed. Like, last year, he was nice with the Rockets. Like, he was getting, like, 20-something and, like, eight. Like, he can definitely be a guy for you. But, like, that contract is, like, $40 million a year, bro. You can't, like... <laughs>
0: Jesus. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to look at John West's stats. Yeah, no, he did he well, yeah, but he he only played like forty games though. That's the, right. That the they, I mean, they benched him though. Like they're trying, they're trying to tank. They're trying to tank. Tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah. Now the Rockets yeah. got something interesting going on. See what you said?
1: saying. I was just saying they're trying to tank last year. Like he had that little injury, and they like this never brought him back. But he like sat the like the last I don't know forty games or something. Like, it felt like so. But yeah, man, the Rockets they got a little they got a little. Squad mm. for sure. What do you what do you think about Jalen Green, man?
0: I love Jalen Green. He's a dog. He's a dog. I love his, uh, um, his, bruh. I I think it was like his first postseason game or whatever. He tried to posterize two players on the Wizards or some shit. But, (laughs) like, it was like the first play of the game. But no, I fuck with Jalen Green. My boy, uh, be roasting him because his hair, he said it'd be too moppy. He needs to (laughs) do something about that. But, yeah, but no, I fuck with him. He's a scorer. Uh, he looks like he could be a star, like, true star. I fuck with Cade Cunningham, too. Uh, I just, uh, I oh, don't no, know, Cade Cunningham's more of a game manager type player in a way, you know what I'm saying?
1: Um, yeah, I think Cade, like, uh, he's, got a, he's got a higher floor, but I don't yeah. think his ceiling is as high as Jalen Green's. Like, like, I think that True. he could low-key be a bust, not, like, in the sense of, like, he's trash, but just, like, being a number one pick. Like, he might not be the guy that you want him to be, like, where he ends up being, like, a 17, 15 points, like, you want to get more than that from your number one pick. But, like, I think Kate Cunningham, like, he's pretty good, man. He's, like, he's got a big body. Like, that's the kind of guy, like, if everything works out right, yeah, like, he can he's be, got, like, yeah. LeBron light. Like, obviously, you don't want to compare anybody to LeBron, but you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like a, like a poor man's <laughs> yeah. version of
0: LeBron. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good player if you can be that, so. I feel that. I feel that. Um, I wanted to talk to, like, uh, like, what the nba again, like younger like we kind of talked about it with d'angelo russell um but we seeing it's really hard for these young guards to like get like make a crack in the nba like there's a lot of young players um who are hyped up in high school like who just i don't know they just kind of dropped off the face of the earth like i don't know Jalen hands like marcus Love, it, like you know what i'm saying uh, yeah. even even i even talked about kevin knox like uh because i don't think kevin knox could be a all-star i think he could be a solid three and d player um but it's like you're right like the the time is ticking for these players like and i was even thinking like i even said this to my friend like dennis smith jr thinks he might he still deserves the chance to be a starting point guard but it's getting to like he needs to realize like his you know what I'm saying? Like, he's getting to the age yeah. where he's... He gotta evolve. He gotta change something. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah.
1: I think it's just, like, it's really tough on these guys just because more than ever, like, they're just being pampered to and just treated in ways, like, growing up or, like, in middle school, people are making highlight videos of them. Like, they're, like, Asking for autographs, like yeah. being weird, man. Like with the way that we kind of have elevated in, like, yeah. elementary school kids, like they're on as life, and like you know what I'm saying, you just like send these kids up for failures. So, like they've always been a star their whole life. Like nothing's ever gone wrong for them, which is probably natural. Like I'm sure, look, like you know, um, most players is probably the case. But then, like. Once they kind of face adversity, if you never faced it before, like it's tough to kind of just move past that. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at a guy like Kevin Knox, like he's a five star commit, like he's been balling at every level. And I'm not saying he's never had adversity. I'm sure at some point he probably, you know, had something going yeah, on in his personal life yeah. or something like that. But like as far as basketball's concerned, like he's always been a star. Like he's always been a hooper. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now he's facing adversity. He's kinda gotta I like, guess you know what I'm saying? Like you get kicked in the mouth, like it's you gotta how you gonna respond to it. And so far yeah. he hasn't been able to figure it out. And maybe his yeah. talent has been a little bit like growing up, maybe his time was a little bit overrated because, like, sometimes if you get on certain teams, you know, what I'm saying, like, people kind of push you up or like give you more credit than you deserve. I'm not saying that's the case with him, but like yeah. that can be the case with some of these guys. And like yeah. now he's kind of realizing, you know, I'm not what I thought I was, and now it's it's a piece panicking a little bit. So like I think with these guys, it's just yeah. the way the system is, like high school and preps and stuff like that, it's it's tough, man. And like the NBA, that's a that's a league for men. Like people are they're fighting for their dinner. That's you know, I'm saying you gotta feed your family and. Right, like you're, I'm I'm 31 years old, like not me specifically, but like a NBA player. Like I'm <laughs> nah, not so about saying. to let some, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not about to let some 19 year olds come in here and like come take my spot. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make you work. If you take it, then you take it. But, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, this isn't high school anymore, and that's a tough transition, man. I like, guess a big yeah. difference between even college and that, like, it's a big uh, difference.
0: Yeah, I think these kids don't really, some of these kids don't really realize, like, the transition to the professional world you know what i'm saying like definitely that Fortnite suit on draft night was uh lack of taste (laughs) (laughs) not not something you want to pull to a job interview
1: with (laughs) I'm i'm just man like i would stay in college as long as i could if i was these guys i mean like for sure at least like my junior year like it's just depends on the cases too yeah but like i'm just saying like just from the experience like even if you can hoop at that level like this maturity wise like mm. i feel like it's Word. tough man it's a tough transition like you gotta you're a man now you gotta pay bills you gotta be traveling you gotta handle things or like have somebody handling it for you so like i don't know man like, i loved college so like i would stay as long as i could then the money's gonna be there if you're good like if you're good the money will be there so like yeah. i don't know the rush man like you think there's definitely a lot of five stars
0: good you think the pressure, like, draft stock is what gets to them? Like, because, like, they might be projected lottery pick, but they could stay next year and be a top five possibly, or these next incoming freshmen could just ball out. So it's like, you know, it's – I definitely –
1: yeah, I think I mean guys.
0: just like, yeah.
1: Guys are just chasing the money, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if somebody's offering you yeah. ten million dollars, like obviously that's something you should definitely be and considering. You've never seen that, right? Like that's something yeah. you definitely be Life considering changing money. But at the same time, you gotta think about longevity. Like if there's some guys where I feel like if they stayed an extra that's... year or two in college, they'd have been more prepared for like the game, and they they could have made that money times ten in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like that first contract. It's, it's great. but Like you want to be able to get that second and third one too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I think you know, some for guys, sure, work, like for Dennis sure. Smith Jr. Like he was really good at NC state that year, but like, what if he had come back and kind of learn how to play at different speeds? Like he can only play at one speed. And like, it's shown in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Like guys like that, yeah. like guys that can't True. shoot, like, yeah. you know, guys are just, rim yeah. runners like if what if you came back to college and yeah. learn how to develop yourself because you don't want to learn that or fade touch you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah you don't want to learn that in the nba like it's hard to learn when you're fighting for dinner every night like when you're fighting against grown man every night it's like oh well, let me try out some new things like you gotta do what you can do and if you can't do anything
0: then you're out of the league in your like two years you know what i'm saying that's so... <laughs> not it's not the time for that you, right. you better have already brought that in your bag you know what i'm saying right I, like yeah, we that early example of that uh he didn't go to college but he just went professionally straight out of high school with sebastian telfer i guess like like
1: mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i think like emmanuel mudier is like a really good example of that like if he just had more time to kind of yeah. refine himself but obviously there's guys that like can do it like you look at Lamelo, like lebron obviously like there's lots of guys that can yeah. come out and just can do it but like, it's not for everyone everyone like nowadays if you're a five star you go to college like you're you're expected to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like your freshman year. And like, there's so much pressure. They'll do it. Like McCord maker, yeah. like he was not that good at Howard and like, he should have came back, but like, it's just kind of almost like your, your ego won't let you go back. Like, it's like, I, I should be in the NBA now. And you know uh, understand? So like, if you can, yeah. if guys could just put that stuff to the side and realize that like, yeah, maybe it didn't work out this first year, but I can get it, or maybe even you did have a good year, but you could be even greater. Like you can make those mistakes um, you know, at, in college and people won't look at it the same way as if you make that mistake in the NBA. It's so, like, you want to get that out of the way then. And like, I think that even applies to like the workplace. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's definitely, I probably got to the post a little bit faster than I would have liked. So like, I mean, obviously I'm happy that I'm here, but like, there's mistakes that if I, that I've made here that yeah. I wish I could have made at a less public place. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, so like, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. I, if I miss a deadline here, that's a major deal. Like I'm, my boss is like, yo, like maybe we should fire this kid. But like, if you miss, maybe or oh, you mess up somewhere else. Like, it's not the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you kind of have a little bit of grace. Like he's, you know, he's figuring it out still. Like you write a yeah. bad story. You know, I'm like at the yeah. the local, the Springfield, connection or something like that you know what i'm saying people aren't hating on you but you write a bad story as a post not only is your boss hating on you but all the people that read it are going to be in your emails and in the comments like you suck like you know what i'm saying so like in the comments so like it's definitely like, <laughs> in the comments it's the same thing in the nba man like you want to be able to make um those mistakes and like those growing pains you want to go through that at a different time not when you're on the biggest stage there is you know what i'm saying yeah
0: facts facts Nah, but hey kudos to you you still on that stage guy you rocking it <laughs> i appreciate it bro yeah. i'm trying yeah, uh, real quick, we could get into uh, NFL. I don't want to hold you up too much longer. But, um, yeah, what's, what's, what's your thoughts on, on football season?
1: Man, honestly, football's trash, bro. But, uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I like uh <laughs> it's, been good, it's been a good season, man. Like, the Cowboys are, like, finally, like, they might be legit. Like, I'm like, all right, like, these guys are – every year we're always hearing about America's team and, like, how they're so good and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I they might –
0: Mm-hmm. I can hear you. You can. Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. How about now? We oh, good. All right, cool,
1: man. But yeah, like I was saying, uh, you know, the Cowboys look like they're legit now. Like they're playing. Like people always say, they're America's team, and they they like go well, like eight and eight. And I don't think that's representative of America, but now you know, if they come you know they're looking nice. Like they're what six and one, five and one, something like that. Uh, obviously, the Cardinals are nice. You got Kyler Murray over there, JJ Watt. They got some dogs over there, AJ Green. Mm. Uh, D Watt, I mean D Hopkins, like they got definitely some squads. Yeah. So like, I'm excited to see kind of how it plays out, man. But like, I don't know about you, but like, it's pretty surprising to see the Chiefs kind of struggling like they are, man.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not gonna say I, I called it, but like after seeing how they like their first week went, yeah, I was like. I don't know because also I'm not too surprised because we haven't seen Pat Mahomes have a down year. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it was kind of – it was coming. You know what I'm saying? Like Especially when you guys are at the top of the league and everyone is either A, trying to build their team like yours or trying to figure out what you're doing so they can beat you because they think you're the most likely team to win a Super Bowl – but I, it's not too surprising for me. And from what I've been seeing uh, with Pat Mahomes, what he's saying is, like, uh, a lot the, a lot of defenses are taking away the deep balls. And so it's an adjustment for him to take what's given to him in a way.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he's definitely forcing a little bit. Like, I mean, I, I think anybody that's saying Pat Mahomes is trash, like he fell off, is, they're crazy. Like, he's obviously still that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, your defense is yeah. giving up. Out- 35 40 points like you, you know you got to match that to win like he's definitely forcing the ball places that he normally yeah. wouldn't but also his receivers have been kind of like let him down a little bit They drop some passes that have led to picks and stuff like that so, yeah. But yeah yeah i think i think they'll yeah. figure it out like they're too good of a team to like end up being like three and 14 they're too. gonna figure it out to some point and like i think they'll make the playoffs still
0: yeah afc west is still a scramble so that's tough even, even though chargers. the raiders are sitting on top yes sir
1: yeah chargers Char- raiders like it's tough
0: what do you think of uh, Drew Lot? Speaking of Drew Lott, now that he's on yeah, the league. Like, he's he's uh, he got
1: exposed a little bit, I think. I think, uh, you know, in college, like, there's a lot of systems that can kind of make guys look differently than they are in real life. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. he was in a situation where he could kind of just sling the ball. And he's got a huge arms. So, like, they have split to that. He just thrown the deep ball time and time again. And, I mean, even in college, like, yeah. he could never really – play well or beat the good teams like the georgias the alabamas like and that's i mean lots of teams can't do that so like it's not like it's an indictment of yeah, him but like just yeah. looking at the way he played against better competition he struggled but then he beat up on the teams like you know vanderbilt and stuff like that kind of pad his stats a little bit majors yeah, but i yeah. think that he can still be a good quarterback he's just kind of gotta humble himself a little bit like i know everyone likes the swaggy like when he does those little rap videos right on the sidelines like, that stuff yeah. is cool but like you can't really do that when you're not winning or like playing well and like yeah I think he's kind of gotta refocus and i think uh he can i think he can still be a good quarterback in this league like he can find a role like maybe he's not you know top five top 10 but i think he'd be like a middle you know 18 15 14 type guy he has yeah. physical tools so just if he can mentally figure it out i think drew Locke could still be a really you know good quarterback in this league so yeah uh,
0: solid just game manager uh, yeah, I mean, there's, nothing, there's nothing. wrong with that, bro. Like, yeah, I feel it, with I feel that. It. Like, it's like
1: everyone can't be Pat Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's got to be the yeah. you know Ryan Tannehill Like, he can be that kind of guy. Like, a Ryan Tannehill, he can. For sure. he can run a little sure. bit. Like, that's a good. That's a good comparison, right? Like, it's, he's Ryan, like Ryan
0: Tannehill's a baller.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying like Brian Tent like game manager type guys, like guys that get that like moniker, those guys are good still. Like you can win. Like you see like the Titans go to the AFC championship like, yeah. with those guys. The and they f- compete. Right, like they, they they're compete. nice. Like he Drew Locke can be that kind of guy if he can kinda of get the mental aspect of it, right? He's gotta figure out a couple of things. And I think there are people saying like there was some issues like with him practicing and stuff like that. He wasn't always locked in, but like I'm sure this being benched has mm. probably humbled him some. So Not irony. Yeah. It's Drew like, Locke. in. <laughs> <laughs> if he can kind of, you know uh, put the ego and all that stuff. Like He was a five-star guy, so if he can kind of put all that stuff behind yeah. him and just, hey, hard hat every day, I think he can figure it out.
0: That's what that's, it's, 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 these kids learn. It's a grown man's league. And I think we also saw that with Dwayne Haskins. Like, all yeah. that Instagram shit's cool, you know what I'm saying? But you really got to put that work on the field and that shit will show up. Uh, Haskins, Haskins might be a bum, bro. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he might be yeah, a bum. I think dude. he's a bum, too. I think yeah. he's a bum, too. I think if you're coming into D.C. and doing all these Instagram shits and all these. Nah, he was definitely a bum. Uh, who knows? I'm pretty sure he's a backup in Pittsburgh right now. Not too sure on that. Yeah, I want
1: to say he's, like, third string there. Yeah. I mean, like, it's but, just. Um, I... Yeah, so what you're saying? He's he's another guy, though. Like, when you talk about staying in college in the year, he could have used that. Like, he played one year at Ohio State and left. And I get it. Like, the money is there. Like, go get it. But, like, at the same time, like, if he had stayed another year, kind of matured a little bit. Seen some different things, like maybe that first year, like when no one's ever seen you before, it's easier to ball out. You know, what I'm saying, like, obviously, it's not easy, but it is easier yeah. like, come back, yeah. but let people easier. get film on you. Then you can kind of see different sophomore looks. slump, right? You know what I'm saying, like, you kind of be able to see different things where he had never really experienced not having success. Like, he balled out. He had like 50 touchdowns that year. So, like, to go to the NFL, which is a totally yeah. different league, and you're on a bad team, like you go from Ohio State, like you're the easily the best, most talented team. To now, the Ohio State, right like, yeah. now, you're on the Washington football team, and they're not the best team, like they're terrible, they're trying to figure it out. You know, what I'm saying now you gotta, like, <laughs> and the, the grown men are depending All you on you guys, Terry McLaurin, right? Like, when yeah. you play bad, like now they can't eat, so now they hate you when you're playing bad, like it's just a lot to oh, go into it. So, uh, I think, you no, know, those like it's, it really shows in a game like that because it's so. The impact you need every guy to be on the same page in the NFL. Like in the NBA, guys can kind of do their own thing and you still be great. But the NFL, like every guy has to do their job and you really can't win. So um, I think for him, it's going to be tough to even get another job. But like I think, you know, he he would have benefited from standing the year at Ohio State.
0: Word, word. What do you, um, last, uh, I don't know. All these, a lot of these young quarterbacks are balling. I guess, well, there's two I want to get into. One is Justin Fields. What's your thoughts on Justin Fields? And then I have another one. But, yeah, what's your thoughts on Justin Fields?
1: I want Justin Fields to be good, man. I'm a Bears fan. I root for pretty much all Chicago teams. So, like, I rock with the Bears. I want the Bears to be good. They've never had a good quarterback, like, in my entire life. Outside of, I guess, Jay Cutler. Like, Jay is pretty decent. But, like... The fact that Jet color was the best, was, that's what I'm he, saying. Like the fact that he was the best quarterback in my <laughs> lifetime says a lot yeah. about what I've experienced. And like, so, I mean, Justin Fields right now, I think the game is just too fast for him. I think everyone wanted to just kind of see him get in over Andy Dalton. But I was kind of one of the people that I wanted Andy Dalton to start this year and just give him a chance to kind of see the game from a different Learn point. the ropes. Yeah. Like watch it yeah. from the sidelines. You yeah. can learn a lot from that and uh, like just kind of not having to be the guy, like just seeing things happen, like even if the bears are losing games, you can learn a lot from like seeing it, like oh, okay, the game slows down, stuff like that. Like even Pat Mahomes, like I think it's easy to say, oh, Pat Mahomes could have done this his rookie year, but we don't know that. Like sitting that year probably helped him a ton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like where he was the next year, he was come ton, in and kind of kind of right. You know what I'm saying? So like I think Justin Fields really really benefited from that. But like just the firestorm from the fans, like the fans are like, Ain't Dalton sucks. Like we want to see this guy. Like you spent all this draft capital to get him. Like he needs to be playing right now. And like, there's this new. Uh, thing in the NFL where you got to start your rookie quarterback that first year. If you don't start in the first year, he's basically a bust. And I don't think it needs to be that way. And I wish it hadn't been that way with Justin Fields. Uh, like I think he has some good things. Like he can. He's not a. People like to say he's a running quarterback. He's not. He's like an athletic guy. But he's a passer first. He can run, but he's not like a shifty. He's not shifty like yeah. Lamar or like Michael Bigley. He's like a straight line yeah. speed. It's kind of like a. Um, yeah. Kind of like a like a Tannehill or Drew Lock. Like he can run, get you that twenty yard run, but it's like straight line. He's not take anybody yet like Carson wins almost like he's probably quicker Carson yeah yeah um but like I think you know he can okay the Bears are a little bit talent deficient like outside of Allen Robinson they don't really have a lot of elite receivers and like that and then like obviously David Montgomery's out right now with the knee injury so like he's definitely dealing with some obstacles the line isn't great but I would like to see him make quicker decisions and just Play, uh, I think the game is just moving so fast, man. That's that's the problem for him right now. Once it slows down, yeah. he can probably be pretty decent. But right now, I'm not sure that they made the right choice taking. I was really excited when they did, but I, I don't know, man. I haven't seen a lot of uh, optimism, optimistic
0: things from him. I need to see uh, him figure things mm. out. Yeah, no, I feel that, it's, and I feel like it's all, it's the like that for for Tua too, for Tua for um, for Jalen Hurts as well. Like, they're kind of like these guys are athletes, you know what I'm saying? Like, compete, like, right. they can run as quarterbacks, but um, they're not that level of athlete where they can turn the corner and just beat everyone on their feet, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I really like it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I really, really like to actually. Like I hope that people don't. I hope that. The Dolphins don't give up on him. I think he's a good quarterback. He just needs, he's only played like eight games or whatever, 10 games in his career. Like, I think it's too soon to kind of say the books written on him that he's done. Like, I want to see him kind of, uh, I want to, I want to see him get some more time. I think he can figure this out. But he was good last week. I know they lost, but like, he was pretty good. I think, uh, you know, going after, yeah, um, Watson, man, like, I know that Watson's that guy, like, he's nice, but with all the stuff he has going on off the field, man, I think that's a really bad mistake if you trade to a to get a guy that may never play in the NFL again, which I think seemed, I mean, 22 allegations, like, t- cases against you, that's a lot to beat, so, like,
0: damn i had no clue about the amount about, like, <laughs>
1: yeah that's i'm saying weird. like you got 22 like, i knew there
0: was, was yeah that's
1: that's a lot to just be like oh they're all lying you know what i'm saying, like at, at some point it seems like there's got to be probably some truth to what they're saying and uh, you know for his yeah. for his sake i hope that it isn't true but you know what i'm saying like it being honest and looking at the facts like it seems like it probably was doing something he should have been and so like you got a guy that damn, you know he may never play again 10%. or he might miss a couple yeah. years like you i don't know if you want to trade Tua, who could be good like we haven't seen enough to know he's not good like he hasn't been bad the time he's played he just hasn't been a superstar yet and he's in the second season like he's 10 games in like i think they need to pump the brakes on him i'm not a big fan of left-handed quarterbacks but he's he's pretty good i I, i'd be okay with having Mm. Tua as my quarterback at least for now like especially like some of the dolphins are like super bowl contenders like they're trying to figure things out so like why not rock with the young quarterback he's cheap you kind of build around to him with talent wise and like see what you got. So, yeah, uh, I think you know, they're gonna, I think they'll regret
0: trading too yeah. if they do for Watson. Word. I'm looking at a picture of Deshaun Watson right now. Uh, with this Google image, I think, he, I don't know, he might be out at a club or something. I, yeah, man, I'm joking. He might not be at a club, but <laughs> I don't know. He might be on his little rock star John Jonesy shit. No, I'm kidding, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, know it's a little
1: bit weird, That's bro. Crazy. Like he, um, he like posts on instagram or something it's kind of weird that he does that like with everything that's going on you know but like i mean i guess he yeah know what you gotta do but i guess he hasn't been posting as much but, like he'll be like posting stories every once in a while stuff like that. It's kind of weird yeah. bro like i feel like if i was going through that man i would be
0: i'd be on ghost mode bro i wouldn't be yeah i wouldn't be posting would trying to fix it yeah i wouldn't yeah. be posting nothing man Not, because from what i originally heard was it was like he was beefing with uh, it was the owner or the gm of the texans and Uh, He had, like, a couple girls that came out with allegations, but they were, like, I don't know if related to the Texans owner GM or something. That was uh, a rumor early
1: on. Like, he had Mm. demanded a trade, and people were saying that the the Texans had, like, set him up or something like that. And then, like, it became clear, like, you know, obviously pretty quickly that, you know, there was something to this. Like, it was, like, 25 people that were saying, like, these things. Like, obviously, I mean, it would hurt them, honestly, to make him, you know, because he can't play now, so he's hurting them just as much as – they're hurting him. Like, you know what I'm saying? To put out these allegations if they were fake. So like, uh, I I don't think there's any truth to it. Maybe there is, but I don't think there is. Um, But yeah, just for, for his sake, I hope that it's not true, but I mean, for their sake, if it
0: is true, I hope, you know, he gets, they get the justice that they are looking for. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, The last quarterback I wanted to ask you about was, and I feel like, I don't know. A lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves, but he's a young quarterback. I really fuck with low key. Uh, he's not as young as these rookies but uh, what do you think of Gardner
1: Minshew nah, he's a bum bro like that guy's trash I, he's a guy. bum <laughs> like he's a he's a fine backup like it's he's okay. a, like yeah. if you have a like you want him to be your backup like yeah he can maybe win you a game like he's not trash but like if he's your starting quarterback going into the year like you might as well be ready to go 2-14 and 14. like there's no there's no Man. chance like Gardner Minshew is not that dude bro I, I'm i sorry to bust he's your bubble bro like you nah. he's That's not, I. He's, not good, <laughs> he's not good bro he's not good uh, it's I. Right. He's not good, bro. I'm sorry. Damn. It's I. Right. I know that you're hoping uh, that he's gonna come in and save the Eagles' season, bro. But he is not good. <laughs> like there's a reason that he's that he's a backup. Like there's a, there's a reason he's like a seventh
0: round. No, for sure. But I'm like, bro. He won a couple games in Jacksonville. Like you gotta like in Jacksonville, that's
1: uh, <laughs> He lost a couple
0: games too. More than a couple. Like. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're right. You're right. Hey, um. Is there uh, anything you want to uh, give the people a heads up on, things they're getting into? Uh,
1: nah, man. Just uh, it's obviously, like I said, pleasure being on here, bro. Good to catch up with you. It's been a minute. Um, great yeah, podcast. I've checked yeah, out for sure. Check out some of your content and stuff like and that. Uh, you're doing some good stuff, bro, so keep it up, man
0: hey bro i appreciate that oh before we go i saw that story with what you uh whatever you did with that kid and amazoo who was investing money and stuff it's real dope yeah, yeah real yeah. dope
1: yeah man Love to see that shit good. yeah for sure bro yeah it's a good uh good one interview. He actually he went to howard actually but yeah he uh during the quarantine he just decided he was like doing like doordash and stuff and he's decided like yeah i'm tired of doing this took like his last like 250 bucks and just invested in it now he's got like he's made like I don't know, like 600k like he's doing great like i see he i follow him on instagram Crazy. he's got like a tesla yeah. and stuff like he dropped out of howard like he was like wow. i'm making more money tesla like i'm you know, doing this yeah so I'm saying like, he's got tesla like he's, he's living that life so
0: you know shout out to him yeah. like he's, he's doing a great thing man no nah, man shout out to you um just being involved being active uh shining a light to these people you know what i'm saying the coverage that you're doing um it's real dope real dope
1: sure man i appreciate that bro
0: hey uh, hope you have a great rest of your day um, To every and again thank you for coming on I appreciate your time so much and everybody that tuned in on this podcast I hope y'all have a great rest of your day or morning and that is it from us thank you alright bro you ready to go? yeah man I'm good appreciate you man yeah man uh, again thanks for being on here hope you have a great rest of your day yeah man let me know I'll let you time. know uh, yeah for sure alright man have a good one yes sir All easy right. bro and that was Mr. Tremel Rags Mr. Rags no riches I'll add his socials um, into the episode description um, thank you